Join Jessica Smith on the Like a Girl podcast, where she defies odds, shares inspiring stories, and empowers women to embrace their inner leaders. Tune in for a transformative journey. So I write the check. Will and I talk about this and it's like, okay, here's here's our reality right now. We've just dumped our whole life savings at this point into a rental property for the next year. We're we're taking a leap of faith. Now, thinking back, I probably let my pride make that decision and, you know, Will supported me, but I just felt like, no, no one's going to tell me that I don't qualify to live in a certain neighborhood when I have busted my butt for almost 20 years to have a certain credit score to, you know, be financially stable. I just, I I, I was pissed is the bottom line. And, you know, I remember when we walked out of the house in Gilroy that we had built for the last time. And I was so angry, so sad, so broken. I remember just like crying so hard and Will saying, listen, we did it once. We can do it again. And just think it's it's, it's Georgia. You're going to have a a bigger house, a better house. Just watch. And I remember just saying, it's going to take another 20 years. And how long is it? A bigger house. I, I just, I was, I was mad and defeated. And he just kept reassuring me that we could start all over. And then it took me a while to really think about like, what did, what did we do so wrong, right? Like to deserve this. And even at that point, look, I lived long enough to know that Here's reality. You feel that way in the moment. Like, what did I do wrong to deserve this? Am I being punished? Like, all of those things run through your head. And even though there were plenty of things that I would have done differently and plenty of things that we could have done better, the reality is that sometimes shit happens. And it's not about you're being punished, you did something wrong. Sometimes you just have to be broken down to 
to be built up. That's just how it works. And nowadays, I just try not to ask why, because I know that without pain, you cannot have growth. And I've learned to just be thankful for my journey because what I know is that I I do my best. I, I wake up every day with a heart to serve and I look for opportunity. I try to never say no. Um. And and that and that's all I could do. Uh, today's a perfect example. I had two calls today that I spent the earlier part of my morning and the later part of my day just helping individuals that were in need. And that's just what I wake up every day to do. And I believe that when you do that, yeah, shit will still happen. But at the end of the day, there's going to be a reward at the end. You will have learned something. You will have grown. And as long as I keep a heart to serve every day, I'll find my way out of every storm and the sun will shine again. So here we are. We are moving to Georgia. We have this great home in this gated community. The kids are going to uh, great schools and we're just rolling on faith that things will work out. We have a plan and we'll plan to try something new. So he's like, okay, I want to go to barber school and not for the goal of being a barber, but for the goal of owning a barber shop. And we went back and forth like, okay, we want to figure out a way to have a goal of owning a barber shop, but do I want to learn how to actually be a barber? And I think the conclusion was that it's probably a good idea if you are licensed, you're a barber, even if you're not cutting hair every day, if you own a barber shop, you should have a license that says that you can cut hair. So that was his plan. And my plan was this sales manager role in this company that I know I got the job. So I'm just waiting for the official quote-unquote job offer, because remember, the jobs that I'm used to getting, it's not so formal, right? So I'm excited. I'm just waiting. We get moved. 
And I'm like, let me call these people and figure out what's going on because I haven't heard anything. So I reach out to the hiring manager and I'm like, hey, um, so that offer thing that I was expecting, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, any idea when I might get that? And he says, oh, uh, about that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry, but we've decided to go in another direction. And I'm like, uh, what, what, do you, what do you mean going in another, what, what exactly going, what other direction? Well, we have uh, moved forward with another candidate someone internal and I'm like okay uh, this is odd because based on the conversations that we had one of the reasons why I was a top candidate was specifically someone external and having you know a fresh set of eyes on this sales team and I'm I'm confused. Yeah, well, um, it was really a little bit out of my control and um, we've just decided to go in another direction. So the, the interaction, it was very bizarre to say the least. And I'm just like, okay, like, here's the deal. Uh, I just moved across the country on my own dime, uh, actually our last dime, and I need a job. So can you help me out? Do you, is there another job? Like, I, I was in shock. And he said, well, you know, there may be some other opportunity. I know, you know, your resume and I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, insult you with um, another opportunity. We do have just, you know, some uh, inside sales roles. I'm not sure if that's something. And I'm like, okay, so what do those look like? And he shared what the pay and everything looked like, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, I'm sorry." Well, a couple weeks went by, and looking for other things, not getting a hit on anything, applying for what felt like a million freaking jobs, and nothing. I'm like, this is unbelievable to me. I don't understand. And I had had a call with one of my old bosses and he had kind of ran down this whole hiring thing and big companies and how they have 
not actual people going through resumes and it's like you know a machine that screens all the and all this i'm like what so if you're taking my resume through a machine and i'm applying for these jobs where they may want or require a college degree they're not even interested in talking to me a recruiter doing a screening nothing He's like, no, that's probably what, what you're experiencing. Now, when we left California, Hayden went to a private school that was like a head start, and it was an Indian family who owned the school, and the guy was a Silicon Valley engineer really nice guy and we had had a couple of meetings and I shared with him that we were moving and he said I am going to recommend that you read a book called Never Eat Alone and he said you are entering a place that is going to feel like a different world and it is going to be very difficult for you to understand how to navigate in this environment and he said and let me tell you why you are used to an environment that is very performance based he said Are there a lot of people that know you in the direct buy world? And I'm like, yeah, of course. He said, is it because you have been with the company for so many years? And I said, well, partially, but, you know, in the direct buy world, nobody knows or cares who you are unless you're a superstar and you're a superstar based on your performance, your numbers, your, your, your results, And he said, exactly. Well, guess what? Corporate America is not so much like that. And it is very much so based on your network. And I'm like, what do you mean my network? And he explains this whole concept about how it is really all about who you know and who knows you and this your 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 brand and the people that are willing to speak on like what are you what no idea what the guy was talking about i mean i heard him but but i wasn't hearing him and he says you know you need to read this book so I buy this book and I read it and it was kind of like, okay, whatever. And I really didn't get it until way later. So I end up needing a job desperately 
And I really had to put my pride aside. I really had to swallow a big pill of humbleness is the only way that I could describe it because listen, I don't I, I don't consider it cockiness or arrogance. What I was was um, proud of my success and I was confident in my abilities and my leadership. And all I wanted to do was take all of those wonderful things that I had learned in direct buy in all of my success. And I knew that all of these skills were transferable skills and it didn't matter what we were selling or what the industry was. I believed that I could take everything that I learned and just be successful. I just needed a shot. And when reality kicked in that it just wasn't going to happen the way that I thought that it should happen, the way that I thought that I deserved it to happen, it just wasn't going to happen. And I had to start somewhere. So I took it. I took the job making an hourly wage that, wow, it, and, and, and this isn't a matter of, well, you know, you made California money. No, this was wages that took me back to, we're talking about uh, late 90s, early 2000s, and this is in 2017. So it it was uh it was a hard pill to swallow. And I remember that moment where reality sunk in that one of the lessons that I learned and and I shared this in the conversation, the mentoring conversation that I had with a good friend today. And she said, you know, the more I think about this, she's she was only in her first week of starting school. She said, the more I think about this, it's a lot. And I got this 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 family and this job. She's in a leadership role now. And she said, and I talked to um, my leader about my future. And I just think this is just too much. And I, I, I don't think that I'm going to continue to pursue this. And she's already way, she has already college under her belt. She just didn't finish her bachelor's. And when she shared that with me, it took me back. It took me back to that moment when I had to sign that job offer for, I want to say it was $45,000, $46,000 a year. In that moment, I knew 
the mistake that I made. I've always preached to my kids how important education is. When I made that decision to get my high school diploma when Jonathan graduated from high school, I had the means, I had the money, I could have pursued my college degree, but I didn't because just like her, I said to myself, why would I do that? I don't need it. The path that I see to success doesn't require it. Why would I waste my time, my energy, my money? I don't need it. It's just not needed. And I told her that I had I not made what I really believe was a bad decision not to do that, it would have saved me years. And I said, your thought is that you don't need it. Until you do, we don't know where life brings us. And sometimes the clearest path just doesn't happen. I said, I had everything planned out. We were so close, millions of dollars into building like this showroom. The building was bought. The materials are in there. We were so close to opening this showroom, everything was in place. I could see it. I could smell it. I could taste it. I could touch it. It was there until it wasn't. So I said, listen, I'm just sharing with you in hopes that I can change your mind. I said, get it because you can. And the company is paying for it. Come on, y'all. The company's paying for it. Like, no, not a dime out of your pocket. I said, I'm, I'm not just going to ask you. I'm going to beg you to reconsider because I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a bad decision. You might see a path that you don't need that degree, but you just don't know. And here's the thing. I tell everyone this and I believe it to this day. Do I really think that I absolutely needed it and I couldn't be where I am today without it? No, but here we know that not having it is the excuse that we're given Not only why we don't get the job, but why we don't deserve to be paid equitably for the job. No, no. I'm going to check that box and I'm going to eliminate that as the excuse because sometimes that's all it is, is an excuse. And if you don't want to pay me and if you don't want to give me that job, oh, you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me why. And what it's not going to be is because I don't have that piece of paper because now I have two of them, a bachelor's and a master's. No one will ever tell me 
that I am not educated and because I don't have a piece of paper that I don't deserve to be paid a certain wage for a job. No, not me, not in this lifetime. So I took the job. And I I made the decision that, and this is anything. I don't care. I tell my kids this all the time. I don't care if it was your job to um, shovel shit all day. You need to be the best shit shoveler out there. Like that's, it, it doesn't matter to me what I do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it well. I'm going to do it with a smile. I'm going to do it with pride. It's just where I'm at. And if I think I deserve to do something different, then I'm going to make a way. But if this is what's available to me now, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it well. So that's what I did. I made the decision that, hey, this is going back to um, where I started, right? I started on the phones, banging through the phones. And and here's the thing, even in, in all my years, it didn't matter to me where or what, what success I achieved. I always went into that call center and put those headphones on and made phone calls. Always, never stopped doing that. Even to this day. I, uh, matter of fact, today, I was on a one-on-one. Let's make some calls. What do you got? Who do you got? Let's, let's give them a call. Whatever needs to be done, it was never beneath me to do it. To this day, I'm part of a team. We're partners and I want to win. So our plan was that we had to figure it out. What we knew is that we could not afford to even pay that rent with the salary that I had. And at this point, Will's plan was to go to barber school. So we were not going to deviate from the plan. So what we are going to do is we're going to step out on faith. We're going to figure this out. I need to get in here and show them what I'm capable of of and, and, and who I am. And we got until that lease term is over to figure it out. And, and we just, we're, it, God's going to make a way. That's it. And that's another thing that I shared on, on our call today um, when she just said, I, I just, I, I can't do it. And I said, well, I'm glad you've come to that conclusion because that is the next thing I was going to share with you is that I knew that I couldn't do it. That same feeling that she had, this is too much. I got this, this family. I got this 
job. And, and for me at the time, I was learning something completely new, the automotive industry. And I am so not a car girl. I knew I couldn't do it. But guess what? That was the best part. I told her, I said, that's the best part of this story is when you realize that you can't do it. I told her, but you want to know what the good news is? He can. That's when God does his best work is when we figure out that we can't, but he can. Best work. So I left that conversation and I told her, I'm just going to stand with you. If there's a gap between you and the faith that's needed to know that this can be done, I'm going to stand in that gap for you. When I left that conversation, I really, I really believe that she will achieve that goal. And listen, I think she said she only has um, November of next year. I'm like, girl, are you kidding me? I said, I would not, I'm not, I'm not letting you do that. You're going to get this done. And I'll be here every step of the way. Anything you need, I got you. I got your back. I spent the last six years struggling through that storm, that battle, making sure, determined that I am not going to stop until I get it. And I didn't think that I was going to go on to get the second degree. But once I started, there was no looking back. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Lead Like a Girl. We hope you found today's podcast valuable. If you enjoyed our podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your preferred platform. Your feedback is crucial in helping us continue to provide high-quality content. If you found the content inspiring, we would like to encourage you to share this podcast with your network. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories and leadership insights on Lead Like a Girl. Until next time, lead with passion and purpose.